you're listening to another edition of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast, and I'm Jack Walker, and we got Paula Jamis, Director of Tech Service, and Paul, for the first time in Carboline Tech Service Podcast history, we're going to cheat a little. I don't, I don't know if I'd call it cheating. We did the work in advance. Yes. So, Paul, we originally released this episode on July 2nd, 2018. Yes. For those of you who are listening, it was over a year ago. That we released this episode, which is why we feel like we can bring it in as a refresher. But the even bigger thing, can you believe that, I mean, we're approaching episode 100 coming up. Yeah, we're getting really close. And we can say things like, a year ago. Yeah, I mean, what are we going to do celebrate? Are we going to go Will Ferrell style from old school? Maybe run down the street, go to some KFC? This episode, we recorded with Dan Barabalt, another one of our tech service engineers, and it's about the abrasive blasting standards that are done by NACE and SSPC. We feel like this is a good refresher as we're in the middle of our abrasive blast media uh, series. We even talk about media near the end of this episode. It really was, and when we were listening, we got some questions, and, and as we had people ask us stuff, we realized this is an important one that we need to bring back to help refresh where we're at in this discussion. So, Paul, before we kick it back to this previous episode, how do they get a hold of us? Yeah, they can reach us on email at technicalservice at carboline.com. Jack's on Twitter at Jack underscore CTSP. I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. All right, thanks for tuning in again. Here's our interview with Dan. We got plenty more coming down the pipe working on getting some special guests in here for this series. Here's our discussion with Dan. Dan... One thing that I notice, you know, and everybody should notice when they look at these documents, first off, they're joint preparation documents between NACE and SSPC. The correlating, you have NACE 1, which is an SPC SP5. That's our white metal blast. So, Dan, what's the requirements for a white metal blast? Well, a white metal blast clean surface. Obviously, when you view it without magnification, just a naked eye, no magnification whatsoever. You're going to be free of all visible oil, grease, dirt, dust, mill scale, rust, coating, oxides, and any other corrosion products. It's going to be white metal, no foreign matter whatsoever when viewed, again, without magnification. One of the things that you're going to want to pay attention to when when you're looking these up, Section 2 of all of these documents really has the the nitty-gritty of what it is that we're looking at here. That's going to give you the definition really that we work from when it tells us how much staining is allowed or how much remaining coating or or mill scale is allowed. That's all going to be found in section two. To oversimplify to a spectacular degree what Dan just said is that your NACE number one or your SSPC SP5, there is nothing on the surface. It is white metal and it is white. When we say white metal, that's the color that the steel basically turns. It's, it's a look of the steel after abrasive blasting. That's right. And Dan, when we're going through these, I know you brought in the SSPC VIS-1 standard with you. Can you describe the VIS-1 standard a little bit for us too? Because this is what we reference when we talk about how they look. Indeed, the SSPC VIS-1 standard is basically your guide and reference photographs for steel surfaces that have been prepared by dry abrasive blast cleaning. And the guide serves as a backup reference. It's a collection of photographs depicting the appearance of both previously unpainted or previously painted and partially rusted or fully rusted surfaces 
prior to and after abrasive blast cleaning. And these pictures and photographs are intended to be used to supplement the written NACE or SSPC abrasive blast standards. In the case of a dispute or a misinterpretation, the VIS-1 standard reference photographs are used as backup in cases, again, there is a dispute as far as interpreting the written definitions of NACE blasting standards. And really what you look at with these is they're high quality, high resolution images that show if your steel looks like this to start with, it should look like this when you're done. And you can compare those two of them and it really gives you a good visual for depending on how bad a condition your steel was to start with, what these different standards may look like afterwards. NACE number two, SP10. With regards to a NACE number two, SP10, that is known as a near-white metal blast. And the surface, when it's viewed again without magnification, shall be free of all visible oil, grease, dust, dirt, mill scale, rust, coating, oxides, any corrosion products, and other foreign matter, except for staining allowed over 5% of any unit area. And the definition of any unit area is basically 9 square inches or so. So what is that staining? What, what are you seeing when you see this staining? Obviously, the stains of rust or stains of mill scale can seem like a, a speckly, you know, blackish or grayish look. Again, that's only allowed, though on any on five percent of any unit area sure and, and that unit area like you said it's nine square inches so usually it's a three by three space right one thing that you'll notice between sp5 and sp10 or nace one and two is now you have this addition of the ability to have five percent staining other than that it's exactly the same one other big note about these standards that is brought confusion in the industry is these standards have nothing to do with profile depth. All the standards that we talk about today are strictly about the cleanliness of the steel. Jack, it's, it's, it's like you're living for free right here inside my forehead because <laughs> that is exactly the sentence that I was just going to say. We, we are only talking about cleanliness with these standards. So, so that's we'll, an important thing to remember. I will add one more thing. Yep. With regards to NACE number one and NACE number two, which is, of course, SSPC, SP5, and SP10, these two abrasive blast standards are your most commonly referenced and specified standards when it comes to immersion grade or immersion service or tank lining service. Absolutely. And I'll even take you one step further. How often do we actually see a NACE one slash SP5 in the real world? So how often do we see it in the real world, Jack? thought one of you two was going to answer that. <laughs> Shopperfield. That, that backfired on you. <laughs> yeah. I think normally when they're approaching a SP-10, NACE number two, they actually get cleaner than most of the time, that, and they end up with a, with a NACE number one or an SP-5. That's a, a common thing to happen is they go past it. If you've ever seen, again, we've talked about it a little bit before, when they're inside those those tanks... When they've got those blast hoods on, the lighting is terrible. Their vision is, is horrible. They can't see anything. So it, it really is something that they typically err on the side of caution and they end up overdoing it. See, and I was going to say outside of a shop, you would rarely see a five or a, a one because it's, it's hard to get it 100% 
I mean, you got to remember that the five or the one don't allow any staining. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Certainly when you're looking at the rust grades A, B, C, and D it, contained in the Viz 1 standard, a rust grade A is basically, you know, raw metal, black steel. A grade B being a combination of light rust and, and mill scale. Grade C being full rust over 100% of your uncoated steel. Your grade D is pitted and corroded steel as, an, as a beginning reference. And some applicators certainly will be able to tell you that I'm going to spend more money and time getting a white metal blast over, over pitted steel than I am if the steel was just a grade A, B, and C where there is no pitting corrosion per se. All right. I think we've hit a good spot to go to our commercial. We can come back after that and we're going to talk about three different parts now that have a little more degree of staining to even leaving stuff remaining behind after you've abrasive blasted it. So this is kind of a good break point. These are the standards that you would use for tank linings. These are also what you would use for an organic zinc. The next one we come back from our break, we're going to open it up to a few more standards. Hey Jack, you know what? What? Part of Carboline's going on the road again. Again? Yeah, this time they are going to Chicago. We're going to be at WefTech 2019, which is in Chicago this year. It's the 92nd annual Water Environment Federation Conference. So we're going to be in booth 4305, and that's September 23rd through 25th. And, uh, you know, Chicago's a great town, except for that uh, baseball team uh, that uh, with a youthful animal. Yeah, but that's okay. As of right now, they're in second place. Second place. All right, but this commercial runs for a whole month, so we'll just have to see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see where they go. Anyway, uh, so while you when you stop by at WevTech, make sure that you come and ask about the Carbomastic 615. Carbomastic 615 is a phenalkamine epoxy. It does really good applying to damp surfaces make sure you ask them see you there now we're going to talk about some of the standards that are used more commonly in atmospheric coatings those are the nace 3 4 and 8 correlating sp6 7 and 14 so the nace number 3 slash sspc sp6 is the commercial blast cleaning and now you have all of the same rules that apply to the 5 and 10 but you have a higher degree of staining that is allowed. Indeed, that random staining, again, when viewed without magnification, is allowed to remain on up to 33% of any unit area. Again, that's 9 square inches, a 3 inch by 3 inch area. The other 67% of that unit area is basically white metal, bare metal. Now, those stains, of course, could be stains of rust, stains of mill scale, stains of coating, and stains of uh, oxides, but not actual residues. There's a difference between a residue and a stain. Correct. That is an important distinction. And, and you did hear Dan say it's a stain of mill scale, not the actual mill scale. With all three of these standards we've talked about, NACE 1, NACE 2, and NACE 3, we are removing all of the mill scale. Because if you remember back from episode... 29 mill scale actually will cause the steel to corrode first and the mill scale will stick around so we don't want the mill scale there for your coating that's right now the last two that we want to talk about you'll notice that they're kind of numbered a little out of order because so far we've been talking about them in cleanliness levels of one two three and then five ten six Although those numbers are out of order, that is the degree of cleanliness. We went from zero staining to five to thirty-three. Now we're going to get in, and there's going to be a little a little jump in a number, and we're going to jump up to NACE number eight, which is SSPC SP14. In this one, we're going to talk about the industrial blast. So Dan, what 
brings us in with the industrial blast. Obviously, an industrial blast cleaning is going to be uh, geared towards steel that uh, has a degree of rust existing and or existing coating. Okay, so we're not just talking about, if you reference the VIZ-1, the SSPC VIZ-1 standard of just bare metals, you're also, in the case of an, a NACE number 8 or an SP-14, which, again, which is referred to as industrial blast cleaning, stains and residues of mill scale, rust, and paint allowed to remain up to 10% of any unit area. So that really is a huge distinction that we're allowing 10% of mill scale to left behind. These are not the types of cleanliness that we're going to put on immersion service. We're not going to use it within organic zinc. Anything where that corrosion cell can be accelerated. Basically, if you're doing maintenance uh, recoding in the field and you don't want to remove everything to bare metal or near white or white metal. Right. So let's get straight into our last one here, which is NACE number four, SSPC SP7. This is our least level of cleanliness. You're going to frequently hear this talked about as a brush-off blast. With regards to brush-off blasting, you're basically allowing anything that's tightly adhering except for your contaminants. So any tight rust, tight mill scale, tight coatings, meaning tightly adherent, are allowed to remain. Anything that's loose gets removed by brush-off, also referred to as sweep blasting. Yeah, that's a good name for it. Also, when we're doing a... uh, a spot repair of existing coatings. We re- reference the overlap areas of an existing coating be sweep blasted to abrade or roughen or profile that overlap zone so as to promote adhesion of your newly applied or repair or touch-up coating. Excellent. There's just one more point I want to make about these standards. Frequently... As a coating manufacturer, we get asked what abrasive media you should use when you're going to apply one of our coatings. And I'm going to let you into a little bit of little secret here. We don't care. <laughs> that couldn't be more true. All we want you to do is achieve the levels of cleanliness that are outlined by one of these specifications that correlate with your coating job. And for you to achieve the profile that is required for that coating. So certain coating profiles will require bigger media and some will require smaller media. Other than that, we don't care. Yeah. Your steel is going to do more dictating for what kind of media you need to be using than we will. You've heard the phrase, the end justifies the means. Well, in this case, I don't care about the means. Absolutely. I just want the end. Well, Dan, thank you very much for coming in. I enjoyed And we will go ahead and leave you guys. And so, for the Carboline Tech Service Podcast, I'm Paul. And I'm Jack. And we'd like like to to thank thank you for for your support.